Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Yesterday, we started talking about the importance of curiosity. And I mentioned the idea of becoming an investigator about your life, about the world around you, about what makes you tick and what makes you feel good, what makes you feel anything, really. Because embracing a more resounding sense of curiosity can lead to groundbreaking discoveries about yourself, the way you interact with the world, and how you feel about it. And there are lots of ways to do that. One of those being check in and notice how many questions you ask versus how many you're opting to answer. Challenge yourself to ask more questions, maybe two to three, before you start sharing your thoughts. Take time to understand an extra layer or three and check your assumptions before you respond. And don't be afraid to expand your sources. Make it a habit of talking to other people with different beliefs and listen to perspectives that don't align with your own. That way, you see how everyone else is living, and you can start generating more natural, organic questions to expand your own understanding of different perspectives and thoughts on the same thing. This type of curiosity can help us to recognize our biases and our assumptions so we can operate in more expansive and open spaces rather than through these closed, narrow viewpoints. And try something new. Be intentional about changing shit. Truth be told, the more intentional we are with everything, the more conscious we become of what we're doing, which can lead us to better questions like, why are we doing it this way? Is this the best approach? Are there more fun or effective or efficient ways to do this? Or are there new ways that might show me something else? Change 
is a place for discovery and curiosity. And when you start getting overwhelmed and resistant to those things, check in with the motivation that can remind you of the pros of them. It is never too late to learn new shit. Plus, it means we'll stay in touch with the rest of the world. We can understand what's going on, stay sharp and with it and on top of things, and be less overwhelmed with new information the more that we're willing to embrace the idea of learning new information. And that, like everything else, is a practice. It takes practice to become intentional. It takes practice to become present. But the more present you are, the more obvious it becomes where you're lacking in knowledge and where you can improve your curiosity. It's not scary to not know something. makes it scary is not wanting to learn it. So get curious about what you don't know. Get curious about what you do. And one great way to do this is to practice meditation. You knew I was going to say it, didn't you? Oh my gosh, I can't do 10 episodes without mentioning meditation. I don't do it enough anymore. I was in a really good practice, but I don't talk about it as much anymore because I feel bad preaching shit I don't do. That said, right after this episode, I am going to sit outside and just be quiet Try to quiet the external chatter and connect to my internal self. I just want to spend five minutes sitting in silence, mindfully breathing as best I can, trying to find comfort in the time and expanse that that brings to me and understanding there is a privilege in that amount of peace and quiet in a very busy day and world. But tranquility and self-awareness can garner a whole bunch of joy for sure but it also improves our community consciousness. To me, when I think of self-care, I don't think of the individualistic, self-centered, expensive candles and expensive bubble baths. I think I typically tend to think of it as tuning in so hard to yourself that you can understand what you need, what you want, and why you want it. So you can address those things like you would anyone else's needs, wants, or cravings honoring the important ones, and uprooting the ones that are coming from a less important place. Because like I mentioned before, sometimes our cravings are actually masking a need for something more important, a more valuable nutrient. But we crave the junkier version of that. That will never actually satisfy that craving, but we think it will. So it's our jobs to recognize what those cravings represent so we can address them realistically from a place that will actually solve the problem instead of just accommodating to the symptoms. But while I'm preaching about things you definitely already know you should be doing, let's talk about sleep, baby. Because we should not be underestimating how much a good night's sleep can clear our minds, uplift our spirits, keep us regulated, and rejuvenate our body. Prioritize sleep. Establish a routine I struggle with this so bad, but it's really important. If you can afford it, invest in a comfortable mattress and some nice pillows. As someone who does not love to promote mindless consumerism, investing in a decent mattress was the best thing I ever did for myself. It's because we do spend so much time in bed. But when we wake up well-rested, we're more likely to experience joy throughout the day and recognize it. But we're also more apt to stay present. If you're tired all day... It's natural to go into autopilot mode where you're only focusing on getting through the day. 
You're just functioning. Rest is one of those things that we really got to prioritize and learn how to not feel bad about it. But really, if you're trying to get more curious, if you have any children in your life, learn from the masters. Kids can find unlimited joy in simply their surroundings. They are so fun. They have untamed curiosity. They allow feelings to flow through their body. They feel them and then they get over it in real time. And we truly can learn so much about that unadulterated joy. We would all be better off if we could learn to embrace our childhood wonder again. Kids make joy a priority. They make it a practice, a habit. Everything that they do needs to be infused with play or joy for it to get done. And I love that. I don't think we should lose that. Certain things will suck. Certain things will have to trudge through and the joy will come from the success of doing it. Sure. But in general, if you can infuse some joy in the process, why not? And in general, kids find less joyful things more enjoyable because it's new. So if all else fails, try to make the experience a more novel and new one or try to change your perspective so it feels like the novelty is fresh. Either way, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Goodbye, beautiful. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.